Well, today we celebrate the feast of Saints Timothy and Titus, who were very close companions of St. Paul, so it's very fitting. Yesterday we celebrated St. Paul's conversion, now we celebrate the lives of these two uh, co-workers of his. And uh, we have the theme in our uh, readings here of the proclamation of the gospel going out to everybody. And so um, that's it's you know that's a very fitting theme for uh, this feast of Saints Timothy and Titus, who were as it were a kind of a second tier below the apostles. So you had you know you had the twelve apostles, and then you had in, in this case in the gospel you got these seventy two guys, and uh, the 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 sort of second tier were the link between the age of the apostles and the church age, our age. And um, Timothy and Titus were uh, bishops. Uh, I'm not sure if historically that actual name would have been ascribed to them, but sacramentally, uh, that's what they were. Uh, we see that in our first reading here. I've, I've called people's attention to this when I was doing my homily on the CMA. Um, uh, St. Paul says to uh, Timothy, For this reason I remind you to stir into flame the gift of God, or the grace, or the charism of God, that you have through the imposition of my hands. Uh, so here we have St. Paul who actually is ordaining, he has ordained um, Timothy, and Timothy has received the fullness of sacramental grace uh, so that he can be um, uh, a minister of the gospel. And uh, St. Paul is reminding him of that grace that he received, that sacramental grace, and he's saying, don't let it die, don't let it be smothered over by fear or what have you, but... Uh, fan it into flame so that it would burn bright and shine forth. Now, this whole idea of the gospel being transmitted from the apostles to the second tier of people to us, this, this you know, as we said in the responsorial psalm, go up, uh, which we have a hard time remembering, I do, sometimes the responsorial psalm is like a memory test or something, proclaim God's marvelous deeds to all the nations. So, you know, you have the, God's word going out to all the nations. This whole transmission of the gospel is very much a transmission akin to um, generation of a father to a son or a mother to a son or daughter. And we see this theme of spiritual paternity, also maternity as well. St. Paul refers to Timothy as his dear child. So Paul is a father, Timothy is his child, and this is a spiritual father, spiritual child. And then he talks about Timothy's natural mother who and grandmother who were ladies of faith. I'm not sure if they're referring to the Jewish faith or they're referring to uh, the Christian faith. In the case of Timothy's mother, it would have been the Christian faith. In the case of his grandmother, I'm not sure. Maybe his grandmother converted to Christianity as well. I'm not sure. Uh, Timothy's father was um, a Greek pagan and his mother was a Jewess who uh, embraced Christianity when it was preached to her. And I don't know if his father ever um, became a Christian, uh, but I know that St. Paul was his spiritual father. And, um, you know, we have a, a real crisis. I've preached on spiritual fatherhood in the past and on a Sunday homily, and you'll hear me do it again, because we have a real crisis of fatherhood in the modern world and in America, for sure. Um, the problems that society faces wasted money, people not working, um, bad education, uh, poverty, crime, 
You know, this stuff really goes back to the breakdown of the family, which in turn goes back to the failure of fathers to do what they're supposed to be doing. The mothers are the ones, and they don't have much of a choice because the kid comes out of their body, the mothers are the ones doing their best to try to raise these kids. But you have fathers who are not doing their job. And that is really the, the kind of the crux of the matter. Now, I think it's neat what St. Paul says here to Timothy. He says about this kind of spiritual transmission, this fatherly um, patrimony that St. Paul has passed on to Timothy, he says about this spirit. It's not a spirit of cowardice. Okay? And every man is called to be a person of courage and fortitude. Um, but it's, it's a rather a spirit of power and of love and of self-control. And that's a, that's a quite amazing thing. And I think it's because of a lack of those virtues that we have this problem. So we have guys, it, it begins with unchastity. It begins right there. It begins with unchastity. They just go and they get some girl pregnant. And they're not married to her. And then they don't know exactly what to do after that, how to relate to the child that's resulted. And uh, they have an ambiguous relationship to the mother, to the kid. And best case scenario, worst case scenario, maybe they run off. And this is the problem here, and especially, of course, in the you know the inner cities, what we're facing is fathers who don't have self-control, um, and they don't have love, because this is not true love. They haven't learned what true love is, and um, you know, in a very selfish manner, they they abandon their responsibilities, and consequently, they don't have power either. They don't have strength. They don't have fortitude. They don't have courage as much as they might, you know, listening to their rap music and their whatever, all the contemporary garbage that you might hear and, and see on TV, you know, all of this kind of manly stuff. It's all posturing. It's all, you know, they're posers. It's not true manliness. Manliness is taking responsibility uh, for the people that God has entrusted to your care. And if you're not doing that, you're not courageous, you're not tough, you're not strong, you don't have power, you don't have strength, and you're not manly. Uh, so but uh, so that's the bad news. The good news is that there are spiritual fathers out there, and we can rejoice in that, and, there, and spiritual mothers. Um, I would say my first spiritual father was my spiritual director in seminary. Um, he's uh, passed away, uh, God rest his soul. And, um, you know, I really got a lot from him, and, and it was a real life-giving relationship, much like you see between St. Paul and Timothy. So I'm very blessed to have that relationship of spiritual fatherhood and have experienced it in my life. And I regard uh, our bishop as well as my spiritual father as well, and that's a beautiful um, relationship to have. Uh, so in our lives, um, you know, let us, let, us, uh, let us thank God for the father figures and the mother figures in our lives who have really, truly, in, a, in, a, in an authentic way, transmitted to us faith and spiritual life. Uh, it's not a common thing. It's a rare thing. And so whenever you find it, you got to be really, really thankful for it. And that's ultimately how the faith and the gospel is transmitted across the ages. It's through those person-to-person -person relationships, spiritual paternity and spiritual maternity, um, and so we thank God for that as we celebrate uh, the feasts of St. Timothy and Titus.